Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're out and about, you're using public Wi-Fi, airport, coffee shop, restaurant, hotel, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will protect you. It'll protect you from online trackers. It'll protect you from getting your data stolen. It'll protect you from those just those malware that you get from those dangerous sites. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. But NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to protect you. And you can change your virtual location with just one click to get access to a broader array of content. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not just that, it works on all your devices. So no matter what you're using, you are protected. A 30-day money-back guarantee, four months free with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and three great tiers. Secure every device you own. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. Listen, watch your favorites abroad. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapa Fightful here with a name you know. You're going to get to know her a little bit more this weekend. Hard to kill. She's got a big match there. We got Taylor Wilde. Taylor, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so fascinated uh, by by your journey and by a lot of the stuff that you do. We Obviously, we cover your podcast a lot on Fightful as well. So right out of the gate, I'm going to ask you, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, ooh, I like this. I like this. Uh, and thank you for all the coverage of the Wild On podcast. I do appreciate you greatly. My biggest pet peeve is disingenuous people. I mm. It makes me physically uncomfortable <laughs> because uh, like, I think I was always a good read of people. Uh, and uh, not to get too deep and psychological, but uh, growing up in a household where you might have to be a little bit more in tune with the energies and the dynamics between two parents, you learn how to read people so you can adapt yourself so you don't get yelled at or whatever that's controlled with. So when someone is an inauthentic or disingenuous, it drives me up the wall and it like drives my energy down and I hate it. Is there anybody in the match that you're going to be in this week that you see as disingenuous 
That is a horrible, unfair question. I need you to bury Killer <laughs> Kelly and Deanna. That's what I need. Bury no. them. Oh, all of them. Hate them all. No, um, this is the thing about Impact, and I'm always going to be the most loyal fangirl to the knockouts. One, because that's my home. But two, we've got so many incredible characters and women who are literally being the most authentic, aligned versions of themselves turned up to a thousand like would you want to meet masha slamovic in a dark alley no i wouldn't i'm like not i'm not comfortable with her in the ring let alone who she is as a human being she's completely unhinged diana perrazzo she couldn't keep up the facade she just really is an egotistical technical mastermind and killer kelly we are still getting to know what this person is and uh speaking of unhinged speaking of being methodical and you always got to kind of worry about the quiet ones. So going into hard to kill, I mean, just, just chaos. And then don't forget about, we have me, this person, this person who's been on this huge spiritual journey, who's delved into the world of witchcraft and occult. And I speak about alignment and authenticity. I am living my best divine dark feminine life. And I feel like everybody, even though you miss the old Taylor Wilde, people get it. People are like really banding together with this version of me. Who is me? I, I love it. Uh, hard to kill this weekend. You guys can catch it on Fight. We will have a a post show review uh, the following day. Very excited for that. But I'm very excited to talk to you about about your journey because I th- I know a lot of people were shocked when you retired. Like I was one of those. I was <laughs> like, my my God, I can't believe it. But uh, pleasantly surprised when you came back. But then there were some questions like. Is she back? How does the pandemic affect this? Because you were back for a while, then you were gone for over a year. What had exactly happened there, like, like to, to prevent you from appearing? Sure. I went through this really relaxing divorce. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I collect them. That was number two. I'm oh, over it. No. <laughs> um, and now and you're doing witchcraft on them and everything's fine. Like, well, what's the big like, deal? Karma? very real like this is i love this for me um (laughs) um when people are going through divorce uh obviously everyone remains really level-headed and doesn't do things that are spiteful doesn't use things like covid as leverage uh to keep somebody in the country so like real life just really kicked me in the teeth um because there's nothing like being gone from 10 years from a sport coming back and only being able to be there for three months uh but there's the cliche like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and things happen for you they don't happen to you i really think this is my journey this is my story and it pushed me in that time to really deep dive and figure out what do i want to do as a character like i've done the same character my entire career and i was this all-american canadian it was very confusing it was very squeaky clean and truthfully it was a bit inauthentic in terms of um what i really wanted to do like character wise i came out of the attitude era i grew up in the business i didn't really know who i was as a person let alone as a character but i had a blast and i think people always knew i was having a good time wrestling but um the Taylor Wilde, the Wild Witch, the People's Witch, this is an evolution of not only who I am as a character, but who I am as a person. I know who I am. I know what I'm after. And I know what I'm capable of doing. 
And I am this dichotomy of masculine, feminine, and you better not get in my way because I've got some shit to get out. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I think one of my favorite matches I've seen you in was when you teamed with Abyss against Daphne and and Raven. And the witchcraft character would have played really well into those other personalities what? as well. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking of as I kind of saw that unfold. Uh, did you have, like, an interest in witchcraft long before this anything and, and if so like how long oh yeah i bought my first like oracle deck which is like a version of a tarot deck when i was 12 years old and yeah so i've always been into like punk rock and counterculture and metal music and you know i was a a 90s kid and in my early teens when the craft came out and it was the <laughs> first time that i was like grunge meets these weird girls that I totally get um and you know I, I always was very like spiritually aligned in terms of like the paranormal and uh I always believed in divination I just didn't know what that meant exactly yeah. you know your parents are like oh you're just seeing things and that shit's not real and, da, 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 da. and you're like okay well yeah makes total sense um but then you find your people you you find the community and it's just funny because I got back into it about two and a half years ago three years ago because my girlfriend I was in developmental with Chrissy Vane okay. she had been on a 10 long 10 year long spiritual journey of her own and she was the one who called me about four years ago and she's like this is gonna sound crazy no matter how I say it so I'm just gonna say it she's like I'm a bit psychic you're not in in alignment with your life and you're actually not done with wrestling. And I'm sitting there pregnant six years into being a firefighter. And I'm like, girl, you are crazy. You are absolutely out of your mind. And here we are. And so, and, and it's one of those things, like I, I looked at it and I was like, wow, that's, that's a fantastic addition to any roster is having Taylor Wilde back because you retired so early, not necessarily early in your career. You had been around for a while, but you got started so young as well that I looked at things and I was like, oh my gosh, she's she's not even she's not even hit what we would have considered like physical prime or anything like that as of yet. What who was the first like first person in the business you told like I'm coming back, I'm doing this? Well, Chrissy already saw it. Like in the stars. <laughs> she saw it. <laughs> So she knew. Um, ooh, who was the first person I called? Would have been Madison Rain. Okay. And I mean, we see uh, what she's doing now. Obviously, she's a very instrumental person in this, isn't this amazing? business. Yeah. Oh, she's, I just, she's probably, you know, I would say arguably all the girls that are women, excuse me, that I was in TNA with, they almost all of them have been, you know, my longtime best girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, but, Madison and I just had that special bond. We always stayed in touch. And uh, it was interesting because she was probably one of the people that really started to make that change where she became talent and agent as a female, as yeah. a knockout. And our world is changing so fast in terms of female professional wrestlers and what you would consider aging out. It used to be 30. Like, yeah. you're done, done, done. Now we're pushing the envelope because we don't have to trade in our families. Like I brought my son to our last tapings and 
it was the best thing ever because Jet's there and Chrissy and Ryan's son's there and they're all four. It's like, it's the most beautiful, like cathartic full circle moment for me is to have this life that is bizarre and weird and niche have these people that are my chosen family and then we're raising our babies together in it and it's encouraged because of scott and impact being the way it was um and she same thing like ashley or madison rain she's a mom uh her career is nowhere near over in ring even though she keeps trying to leave the ring yeah (laughs) um and she's also it feels like right now sorry to interrupt but we have more active performers that are mothers than we saw in all the 2000s combined like it's 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 commonplace now and it's really really awesome to see and it gives me chills with you saying that because that literally you know not to be entirely sexist in it but what really changes for a man who wants to have children not a lot like physically physically speaking not only aesthetically but like hormonally nothing changes for you for women we go through this like entire gauntlet of hormones building a child releasing the child and then being like who am i as a mother who am i as a person but um you know the fact that we're able to keep it together and actually i would arguably say that women like remaining in their 30s 40s after having children in professional wrestling are actually in their prime like women like mickey like she looks more incredible now more glowy now as a mom and this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Then, you know, not that she didn't look the business before, but just 
it's so different and like you know botox and facials are wonderful things but (laughs) a lot of myself included i would say like i feel the most sexy version of myself in my late 30s than i ever did in my 20s and i think it's life experience it's about knowing who you are and like just not giving as many shits because you're like i grew a human what did you do and and you did all this again you mentioned between becoming a firefighter, which is also not an easy thing to do in life. Uh, So like you have people that are like, oh, well, maybe she didn't want to take the bumps anymore. She's fighting fires for her day job. Like what what made you go towards that as well to be like, you know, I'm I'm done with the bumps. I'm going to I'm going to run into burning buildings, perhaps mental illness, probably. (laughs) Are you st- um, are you still actively doing that, or have you stepped back with with your wrestling? No, nine years. My nine gosh, years amazing. I'll be writing for Captain in about a year. Oh um, yeah. You know, I just I just talked about this, and uh, I'm so inherently my whole life this dichotomy of being feminine and masculine. And your whole life as a young woman growing up in the 80s, 90s, you're like, oh, you're just a tomboy. Like, you'll grow out of it, whatever. That's not actually a thing. Like, you can be both. And um, I think I've always been a bit of an adrenaline drunkie, uh, obviously. And uh, um, one of the most beautiful things I got to experience with WWE and with TNA years ago is working for Make-A-Wish Foundation and meeting children uh, that are terminal or at the end of their lives. And I just thought I'm so fortunate to be able to have this platform and live this life where I give somebody a reprieve and a break from whatever's going on in their lives. But I also have such a part of me that is a first responder, that is a healthcare worker. And it makes me appreciate life so much more. And um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just a dude on paper. That's really all it is. I'm interested to, to, to learn what active knockout you think would make the best firefighter. Ooh, Jordan Grace. That's immediately in my mind. I was like, listen, she could probably do that. She hauls around dudes all the time. So totally. I'd want her on my crew and I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to stand back and I'm going to look at the big picture. Cause like, I'm also one of those people, and this is what makes a good first responder, is when the building is burning and everyone's running out and screaming and losing their mind, I get real calm. That's how I know I've got serious trauma. <laughs> and and not only that, I mean, that that is such a such a, a selfless line of work to get into, like the firefighting and all that, because there's not a lot that can go right in those situations. And it is your job to, to maximize the ability of what can go right. And I think that that says a lot about that's the line of the work that, that you jumped into after this. And um, I do want to talk a little bit more about your, your first run in TNA, because I love the knockouts tag team titles. I thought that was a great idea. I'm so glad that they brought it back, but you and Sarita were trusted as like the first champions of a major wrestling promotion in 20 years. How did that feel for you? (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot. No, it was, it was incredible. Um, And again, I've had a lot of these full circle moments, which, you know, there's no coincidences in life, but so 
like Sarita's Canadian. Uh, obviously, she's a Mexican Canadian, which is mm -hmm. equally as confusing. She understands what it is to be these two things. Um, but she was the reason I ended up being able to spend a few months living and working in Monterey, Mexico, back when I was 18. And uh, obviously, there's not many Canadians in the business, so it was even less back then. Uh, we knew of each other. We got real close. We worked together. And then we went our separate ways because she ended up staying in Mexico for quite a few years after. So to be able to work together for this American company on the same continent and then be given this massive opportunity was it just it felt right. Um, you know, with anything that's new, it, it always has its things that it has to be worked out. And it, you know, it was a different time in wrestling, but we had a blast. Um, I wish the, the knockouts division was a little bit bigger at that time. Mm -hmm. So we could have done more with the tag, um, run, but the, there was only so many teams. So I feel like because they didn't maybe like not birth it, they didn't like nurture that that division enough the tag team it kind of fell flat after time because they just ran out of shit to do well it, it probably uh, didn't help that at one point they just released one of your partners who was tag team champion that isn't ideal at that point either no but how did you find out about that like how did you find out like uh, hey by the way your partner's released we have no idea what we're doing with these belts <sighs> I'd been in wrestling long enough that I was just like, okay, this makes no sense to me, but whatever. Just happy to be here. That's kind of the stance I take with life because that's above my pay grade. And uh, I don't even remember how yeah. I was. it was a really long time ago. I don't remember how I was told, but I could pretty much guarantee that I wasn't given much of a heads up because things like that is wrestling. That's what makes it exciting. Like things change up until the very last minute. So uh, it was just, it was very unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I remember it happened. Hamada teamed with Kong. Kong got released. I can't remember if it's because she beat up Bubba the Love Sponge, but if so, worth it. Worth it, if so. Um, <laughs> I love Kong. She's wonderful. But uh, uh, yeah, now the titles are back. Yeah. Is that something that you looked at upon your return? Like, you know, maybe, maybe eventually that. And if so, who would your ideal teammate be for that run? I'm here for a good time not a long time so give me all the things mm. um <laughs> oh ideal ideal oh my god i don't know like that's such a difficult question because i feel like where i am as a character i'm really just kind of getting started sure. so i don't feel like i could choose somebody right now um honestly it could be anybody and right now the death dolls are on the death dolls are in quite a run too, and they're free burden the titles and all that. So you might I need feel... two people. Might need two. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like I very well feel like I might be in a position to be growing a coven. So you know, like I don't know. I just might find some tag partners organically. I don't know. Weird weird stuff happens in wrestling, right? It does happen in wrestling. I hope uh, some wild stuff happens this weekend. Hard to kill, as mentioned. <laughs> Deanna Perrazzo, Killer Kelly, Masha, and yourself. I'm interested, like, how much had you kept up with wrestling before returning? Had you been familiar with any of these women? Because they all kind of emerged on the scene during your absence. Yeah, uh, like I said, I've always kind of stayed in touch with my sisters. I'm so proud of all of them and what they've done, like going from TNA to Impact or to WWE to AEW, like everyone is doing amazing and I've got nothing but love and support. Um, 
but it was really in the past like five to eight years that I, I did stay more familiar with the sport because I needed a break when I left wrestling mm -hmm. I left wrestling and I like couldn't be bothered besides making sure my friends are healthy and happy and all that other stuff uh but it was the reason that I got back in when I did because oh my god the boom and depth of um talent in all the women's divisions across the board really stepped up and i just thought well damn i still got some gas in the tank and and how are you how are you feeling are you feeling like you can do this for the foreseeable future it's weird there's it's like <laughs> i guess because um where i am in my life as a firefighter i have to look after myself mentally and physically probably better because i'm older than i did in my 20s where i just thought cigarettes and coffee were a diet and you know, a little few panic attacks really kept the weight off um so i think like through and through as an athlete supplementation and chiropractic and massage i'm actually healthier and probably more physically um I don't want to say superior, but I would say like, I feel like I'm actually hitting my stride now. It's just about getting that proverbial ring rust off because it doesn't matter how many Indies I do. It doesn't matter how many days a week I go roll around. Nothing compares to being in a ring on TV with fans, with lighting. You need to be in that environment. So it's a matter of getting those reps in. Um, and I'm always going to be self-critical because I care. Uh, so, you know, you, and I think that's a good thing of a wrestler. You never want to get comfortable because that should be your cue to get the hell out of the way. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was so fascinated by, by your status yeah. during that, that, that period off, because I was asking impact all the time. I'm like, Hey, is she still here? A lot of people yeah. were very excited about her, her <laughs> being around, but you were also working indies at that time too. Specifically, I remember, uh, Jody Threat, one of my favorite indie workers out there. You were working against her. Uh, like, was that something that you had kind of avoided? I think you had mentioned at one point, like, "Hey, I'm still with Impact technically," but but yeah. how did that work as far as like your deal went? Did it like freeze or did it just kind of roll over? Um, I don't know logistically how much I could probably speak on it, but sure. uh, and like legally speaking, but like I was still under contract. It was literally uh just the fact that real life can get in the way of your profession um and because i've been such a long-standing member with the company and because it is a family uh we're just we're just making it work and i was i knew during that time i wasn't done uh and impact knew that and that doing the indies was me staying sharp and me also trying to be like okay like let, let's shake shit up. Like, let's, let's figure out something new. Let's, let's rewrite my, you know, my story. And uh, again, as horrible as it was, um, you know, when you crack, that's when the light comes in. And I think this was what had to happen for me to have this kind of like second coming, my resurrection of the wild. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm really actually quite thankful for this, really challenging time in my life because I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And you will be in Atlanta, hard to kill January 13th. 
You guys can check it out on Fight. She's facing Killer Kelly, Deanna Perrazzo, and Masha. Also, check out the Wild on podcast. Again, we cover it all the time on Fightful, but check it out for yourself. Taylor Wild, thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Sean. Always a treat. Until next time, guys, we're out. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.